Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. Hey everybody, I was thinking about a uh, bumper sticker that I saw, <clears throat> excuse me, on the way into work today, and it was a um, Donald Trump, Mike Pence uh, bumper sticker, and it said, uh, keep America great, which is a little bit different than the slogan that uh, Donald Trump ran on, which was make America great again. And whatever your opinion is on Donald Trump and his administration or his politics, notwithstanding, I thought it was interesting that he, he was a one-term uh, sitting president, so he had four years in office. And I found it interesting that at some point it had to go from make America great again to keep America great. And I wondered what what they found to restore America's greatness during that time. And what what are they doing to maintain the greatness of America that they found during that time? And it was interesting for me because I'm like, well... If I was to stop that guy, what do I imagine he would say? And I don't know, he could say any number of things, you know, he could he might actually have something incredibly insightful to say on the topic. But I, I didn't know. But what I thought about was a couple years back I saw in terms of education in America, it said that Americans are number one in believing that they are number one, while the uh math and science and uh reading scores would indicate that other countries are far, far, uh, far more advanced and ahead than we are on every level, on the elementary, on the middle and high, and even some cases, university levels. I think it was closer in university levels, but America was number one in believing that they are number one. So we, we are the country with the most confidence. And the interesting thing about that is I toyed around with the idea of what is, what is arrogance really? And I came to kind of the consensus last last I uh, thought about it that arrogance is is pride without accomplishment. So you're you're super proud, but the numbers and the details don't reflect what you are so proud about. You haven't really done anything to merit the pride that you have. You have nothing nothing to show that warrants the the feeling of greatness that you have. So I I kind of equated that to arrogance. <clears throat> Excuse me again. And seeing that bumper sticker kind of kind of pointed to that because over the four years, I don't personally recall not just those four years, but any four years, anything that has happened during during anyone's specific administration that would make me say, yes, these are this, this, these four years were monumental. Things changed so drastically. And as a country, we are great. We are unified and we are we are on track. I think that America in thinking about that what is what what would a great America look like to me as an American citizen what would that look like I think that it would be for me and it's very interesting what I think a great America would be would be in the descriptions given by immigrants when they come here that it's a land of plenty that people have 
have the ability to pursue their dreams. They have the ability to try things out and to fail and to try again. The ability to not be oppressed for religious uh, freedoms, to not be persecuted for your political affiliations, to not be persecuted for uh, the way in which you, you live your life, to be, to be accepted, to be, um, I guess to be, to be free, but not, not a blanket freedom. Cause I think that people say freedom and just think it's, it's a license to do whatever you want to do. And I understand that that's not freedom. And I also understand that freedom in any capacity isn't exactly free. There has to be a price paid for those freedoms. So because of that, I do respect the people that, that do pay that price militarily or, um, politically to to some degree the people that that are the forefathers um that that took that that stance i also understand that um freedom freedom looks different for different people and i think that the the potential that america offers the immigrant coming over here from from the time that america was called america until now is is kind of what embodies the the vision of america that i would have the greatness of America, that if we could be just, if we could, you know, ensure that nobody would be profiled, that people wouldn't be marginalized just on a whim and that people's personal biases and personal idiosyncrasies wouldn't determine whether or not a person lives or dies. Because whatever my opinions are on your, your way of life, whatever my opinion is on your, your politics, or what you choose to do on a day-to-day -day basis, I know the answer is not that you should die or that you should starve or that your children should be ostracized or beaten or or that you be killed. Whatever the answer is, and I don't pro I don't proclaim to know every answer for everything that, that goes on in the world, but I know the answer is not to to vilify people. I know the answer is not to make an enemy for no reason. And I, I don't understand why, why people have to make it a my way or you will die thing. And the worst thing about it is a lot of people will, will use religious piety as a, as a crutch to say that, well, no, no, I, it's not just my opinion. This is, this is, you know, more, it's morally right. And they don't even recognize the hypocrisy in claiming a moral high ground while still seeking for the destruction and or the obliteration of groups of people that that isn't how it works that's not biblical that's not even the the ministry of Jesus Christ that's not that's not in any fashion what would be Christianity or those who follow Christ that wouldn't be anything that they would do but I think that and I heard years ago, years and years ago, the definition of a fanatic is one who has lost the, the the purpose, but doubled the effort for whatever they do. So you don't know why you're doing it, but you're doing it extra hard. So I think that that makes you that makes it dangerous because fanatics, they do what they feel and feel that they're justified in having done so. I think that to some, well, I won't even say to some degree. I believe that Paul. Uh, formerly Saul of the Bible was one we could have declared as a fanatic, one that we could have said before his conversion on the road to Damascus, we could have called him a fanatic because he was 
he was in the in the religious right, which was a uh, both a spiritual and a political office, I believe. So he he believed he was doing what was right in in stoning and killing Christians from the early church. He believed that he was doing the right thing, and he would have felt proud in having stood there and seen these people be killed. It wasn't until his conversion on the road to Damascus with Jesus that he realized that while he he understood portions of the law in its application, he didn't understand the practicality or the intent of that law. He didn't understand the body of the law, the reasons for its inception and what it was supposed to do. It wasn't just words that we follow blindly and and put pressure and weight on people for the sake of making them obey the law because it's been proven even before then that people could not obey all the letters of the law even to now so that's the reason even for jesus but it it makes it very interesting that people would use that as as an attempted crutch because it doesn't doesn't even hold weight and even as as a country we have to even if that's the case even if we're going to say that we we want to be a country of um religious or moral right we have to be better than than just lip service than to to say that we we spout scriptures and we spout all these things but we we don't live a life that is reflective of that as well all we want to do is use the the scriptures that vilify and talk about damnation and condemnation without talking about all the other accompanying scriptures that speak about warning and to speak about restoration and that also speak about uh, coming to terms and being reconciled. The, the The whole purpose of the Bible is to describe God's un, undying love and his desire for restoration for all of humanity. So, again, even on that in regard to the country, we can't we can't use that as a crutch. We can't say that we want to be great without talking about reconciliation as a country. We have to. We have to embrace all these people that are citizens of this country. We have to embrace these people as our countrymen. We have to understand that we're not going to agree on absolutely everything, but we have to come to some sort of general consensus where we can agree to say, this will help us move forward. And though I don't agree with your your methodology, we can find a place of compromise that we can still grow this country and make it truly great, to make it truly impressive, to make it more than just... Uh, a great country in our own mind or in the, the hearts of the people that come to this country hoping for a better life than what they had in their home country. And I think we can do that. I think we can definitely do that. But it's just interesting to see that uh, that bumper sticker because to me it spoke of, it spoke all, it spoke the same language of delusion that we've been accused of, delusion and arrogance that we've been accused of in the world, in the world, um, the world stage even today and it's not because it was represented by donald trump it was just that ideology that same ideology is in the religious zealots that can come and try to persecute people and hang you know terrible flags and stuff when people are killed or go to you know go go to protest things that they have no no compact go to protest someone's death or murder and they protested because that person lived a lifestyle that wasn't wasn't uh in agreement with their morality, quote unquote morality. 
so uh yeah just just an interesting thing just seeing that bumper sticker made me think about all those different things and how we truly can be a great country and we truly can be a beacon of light and we truly can be a beacon of hope um if we if we were to hold true to to foundational tenets not american tenets not uh any other country not british tenets but foundational tenets to tell us that we must work together we must hear each other and even if we don't disagree we must come to some sort of uh reconciliation where we can say that we are one and we're going to push ahead with a single mind toward one single vision and i think that even then we can we can learn to grow and become even closer and be the the truly great america that we proclaim ourselves to be and believe ourselves to be according to various studies so those are the thoughts that are on my mind today you guys take it easy Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large. Deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.